Should we hollow out the butthole in this? Alright, I'm ready. Oh. Okay. Due to the graphic nature of this program, viewer discretion is advised. I'm Mikey. We are the fucking Russian Lake Sweep. This is the Russian Lake Sweep. I don't yeah. 2022, yeah. episode number one. So does that mean like it's like a new season? Sure. Oh, well, we're still saying the bees, though. So would it be C season? It's still bees. No, you still do bees. We can, you know, we can do whatever the hell we want because we are the number one podcast in the Smoke Break universe. <laughs> yeah. It's 100%. We can do whatever we it's fair, want. It's fair fucking game. It's fair fucking game. It is fair fucking game, boys. So we go by the rules of the Smoke Break universe. Yes. Which that is, we can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. basically rule number one. Yeah. That with don't fuck with our good time is is essentially, that that's how we get down. I mean, there, there could be other rules. We could probably write a book about it. Yeah. We probably should write a book of rules for the Smoke Break universe if the, you want to be the, a part of it. The book of the break. Yeah. The book of the break. <laughs> don't break the book. Don't um, break the book. Ah, uh, fuck. All right. Yeah. All right. We're here, guys. Yeah. yeah, it's been a few weeks. We've had some setbacks. Yeah, we had we a little bit. We've been busy. My, you know, Mikey, what have you been up to, bud? Uh, I got COVID. No. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I <laughs> right after I, I had a four day weekend for Christmas, mm-hmm. and then I went back to work on Monday. And of course, working in healthcare, we have to test twice a week. And surprise, I had fucking COVID. <laughs> they were just like, hey, Mike. Yeah, I thought I, I thought I uh, just had my normal stuffy head bullshit that I always have. Right. And uh, they said, uh, no, we need to talk to you. And, oh, wow. And I, you know, because you test and you got to wait for the test to come back positive or negative. 15 minutes and within five minutes, they're like, can you come back? We need to do the more extensive test. And they rammed a Q-tip to my brain. Yeah. And then they said, go home. Isn't that the worst? It, it, yeah, it sucks. That Q-tip up your nose is fucking horrible. Yeah. They did that to me in the hospital when I was after my car wreck. Yeah, I mean, it was it was before COVID, but it was for some type of influenza. But it's the same test. Yeah, fucking a, dude. It yeah. sucks. It really sucks. And I mean, I I drive nails up my nose for entertainment. Yeah, you know, like to entertain people, and uh, it's worse than that. Hmm. Do you have a question? <laughs> 
No, no, not at all. Oh, okay. No, you're good. Drive nails up nose. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Hurts, that's, so you're telling me the COVID test... Is worse than that. Huh. Yeah. It goes up really far. I know. I've had it. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think what makes it worse for me is... But like, I just, yeah. I'm in control of that nail going in my nose. Yeah. I'm not in control of somebody ramming his fucking Q-tip up. Right. But yeah, so I had that, and the way it works out uh, in healthcare, especially the nursing home community, mm-hmm. you have to do a 10-day... Isolation, quarantine. But the day that you test positive is day zero. So I ended up having to do 11 days. So I was off work for 15 fucking days. That's awesome. And I was in my house (laughs) with my eyes off. Well, not saying that I wanted to to feel sick, but it would have probably made it more bearable because... (laughs) Because you just felt normal. I felt normal. I'm like, I could be fucking working. Yeah. And I couldn't leave my house. I had just me and my dog. And... I, I watched a lot of fucking wrestling. I watched every WrestleMania. Wow. Every fucking WrestleMania. That's Why? a lot. I just wanted to. It was like, I, I just, you know, wanted to go back and watch something. So yeah. Binge watched every WrestleMania. Binge watched the entire run of My Name is Earl. Nice. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I read the whole man. fucking thing. Jamie... Jamie Priestley? Oh, I love Is her. that why that came up in our group conversation? Yes. <laughs> She's <laughs> such a treat. Joe Dirt. Her and Joe Dirt. Yes. No, I don't even want to get into the, you're my sister. <laughs> okay, then don't mention it. <laughs> but, my outlaw. But yeah, it was, it was just a, a lot of uh, a lot of binge-watching shit, and then I decided, well, maybe I should do something around the house, so I hung up a entire fucking wall of autographed pictures. Yeah, it looks so cool. Oh, I did more. Did you? Yeah, and I hung up all my carded uh, wrestling figures and all that shit, so... Yeah, yeah, it was just a lot of, uh, like, decorating in my house. Well, that's cool. You got some projects. Yeah, yeah, and then I cooked a lot of chili and shit. <laughs> so many crockpot meals. So many crockpot meals. So. <laughs> we would get messages in the group chat at miscellaneous hours of the night. <laughs> oh, I just had this accidental vegan chili. It was dope. Yeah. <laughs> just didn't Mikey, it's 3.45 in the morning. <laughs> that's when I ate it. <laughs> I would wake up, with them and, and that sleep pattern has continued. I, I'll, like, fall asleep, like, at 9, 10 o'clock, wake up at 2, eat something, whatever's in the crock pot. <laughs> I like that. That's not, that's solid. Yeah. So, yeah, I have a very erratic sleep schedule now, but it's working for me. I've had a weird sleep schedule, too. I've started some new medication, and it uh, gives me strange dreams. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm generally, I don't dream much when I sleep, and uh, this medicine to me, and the rough dreams that, like, attack my insecurities. Oh, that sucks. And I wake up, and I'm like, what the fuck was that, man? So, like, I've had a lot of, like, over the past few weeks, I've had, like, what am I doing with my life (laughs) type moments in the middle of the fucking night because of these fucking dreams. Those are bad. But yeah, other than that, um, my my isolation and quarantine, uh, I gave up soda because I didn't drink soda for fifteen days. Oh wow! So I had soda in the house. It's just because I, I have beer in the house too, just in case somebody comes over and wants a right. beer. There's half a dozen beers in, in the fridge or whatever. Did you lose taste of anything no. or anything like that? Okay, uh, no. The only the only symptoms I had, I uh, I had the stuffy head, mm. which I always do. Yeah. Um, I. Got a scratchy throat, which I generally get that when my stuffy head goes away, it drains, and I get a scratchy throat in the morning. I had that. But I did, for 36 hours, had the worst fucking headache I've ever had in my life. Oh, fuck. And uh, it felt like somebody stabbed me between my eyes and went clear through my head. And also, like, I had a headband on way too tight, and it kept getting tighter, and I could not get rid of it for 36 hours, and then it just went away. 
It just quit. It just, yeah, I, I took Advil, it went away, and it never came back. And I was like, that was fucking weird. <laughs> but I had I not known that I was COVID positive, I would have chalked that up to a sinus headache. Right. Because I get really bad sinus headaches. sinus headache, yeah. And, but this was the worst I've ever fucking had. Mm. But yeah, so I quit drinking soda because I was like, why, you know, I do better and I lose weight and all that when I yeah. don't drink soda. And I had some like leftover Christmas candy and, and shit like that that people had given me. And I ate that and ate all the snack cakes and shit in the house. And I'm like, that's it, I'm done. Not eating sweets. So uh, I've been about three or four weeks without candy and sweets and soda feeling better yeah that's uh, a big deal not you know i'm not sure i, I feel better about the, you know like physical changes mm-hmm. um because i i have bad like i've always had kind of bad uh, uh body dysmorphia shit sure you know people tell me god you're big and all i see is like a belly yeah you know <laughs> and people say no you've got big shoulders and big arms i'm like yeah but i got this fucking gut too and so i well, I think you're gorgeous. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, but that's helping. I've never been one that's worried about when I step on the scale what that number says. Yeah. I worry about do I feel good and do I feel good about the way I look. Sure. And I, I am getting there. So That's great. That's kind of helped out. I'm going to try to keep that up as much as possible. This has been yeah. a really great couple weeks, man. I'm we still went. drinking energy drinks. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you got to. Well, these are good. I think these are more like pre-workout. And pl- yeah. And yeah. Plus, they're fucking, they're sugar and... Yeah. Car, carb free. Yeah, yeah. It's, these are bang are a little healthier. It really helps. It helps me not drink soda. Yeah, oh, yeah. Have, having a bang in the morning or whatever does. It definitely helps me not drink soda. And they have some that taste like soda. Yeah, you, you can know, get that Miami cola. cola that's yeah. all right. I prefer that that Raz or the. Yeah. The, there's like a an American one or yeah, something. Yeah, like that's that. just with the Star Banger. Yeah, Star Bang's pretty good, and yeah. then like Blue Raz are my two. I had a new one today. I just found it last right. night. Uh, it's called blue, blue and yellow, CeeLo. CeeLo, like CeeLo, like green. Yeah, but blue and yellow CeeLo. Blue, yeah, blue, blue and blue and yellow CeeLo. And we should play a CeeLo song when this gets done. <laughs> I was oh, oh. <laughs> I like the arm. That went up. It's fine. Nope, CeeLo. Yep, blue and yellow CeeLo green. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, and which reminds, which just made me realize. That's what the joke was that I was told in my bang appreciation group. Where they're like, <laughs> I, I just now realized that. We cleared it up for you, yeah. buddy. I'm like, oh, now I feel like an idiot. I'm like, that dude's not green. <laughs> but anyhow, it tastes like, as far as I can explain it, you know that the frosting that they put around the border of a cake? Oh, yeah. my God, that's the best it, part. But it's not that sweet. It has that flavor, that hint of that flavor. Mixed with uh, Sprite, because there is, in the title somewhere, it's there is a, a limon or limon. Yeah. It's like limon cello. Blue and yellow limon cello is what it's called. <laughs> is it limoncello? It might be. Limoncello? What is limoncello? is a... Uh... You can just fucking it's, say it. It's like a lemon. Shit. It's a lemon booze from I, Italy. I have no idea what you're talking about. That's I what am it is. Not this smart. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what it is. I'll stick with limon silo though. Yeah, limon silo. <laughs> um, but it, it tastes like that frosting. Yeah. A hint of Sprite, and this sounds stupid, but with a touch of yellow and blue. Just, yeah, you know, you're like that tastes yellow and blue. Bang will make you feel those tastes, like you. That, that's, They're purple haze. Yeah, yeah, it tastes like purple. It tastes like purple. <laughs> it does not taste like grape. It tastes like purple. 
So, yeah, that's... Uh, but, yeah, buy Raise Energy. <laughs> <laughs> or at least we'll sponsor. Shout out to our sponsor, Raise Energy Drink. For not tasting like colors. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> let's play that CeeLo song. Play that fuck you song you did. <laughs> really? Yeah. His whole not? catalog? Yeah, let's just go. He has such an amazing catalog he of does. music. Let's, let's go with See, this. All right, before we jump into this, I just want to say CeeLo appreciation. Um... Or Super Chicken is my favorite. Get out of there! He is he is absolutely one of the greatest of all times. Yeah. One of them. I'm not saying the one of them. He's up there. Um, every song he's ever done is fucking artistically fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, even the stuff he did with... Ah, uh, fuck. Goody Mob? That was good. But no, the group that he had... Uh, Gnarls Barkley. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, I fucking love Gnarls Barkley. Yeah. Uh, so fucking much. So. Oh my god, that song gets me going. Ah, uh, fuck. Oh, see love. Mikey, anything else happened while you were out and about? Um, not not really. I mean, I I, I bounced around on on uh, you know the, the dating sites and yeah, not any really really any action. Well, yeah, you were kind of quarantined. Well, I and I mean, I, I met, I met a few people just to just to talk, you know. Yeah, it just really didn't go anywhere. Uh, I'm trying to think if there was if there was any notable like whoa what the fuck, but I don't think there was. Not a single thing. That's fine. So yeah. You, you got to appreciate the lulls so when shit pops off, you really... You, oh, like, yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, other than that, nothing really. Um, I impulsively bought tickets to SmackDown, so... Uh, oh, man, oh, yeah, man. Corey and I will be going to uh, to check out SmackDown. It could be fun. Well, I, I impulsively bought them after uh, SmackDown last week. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay... They're kind of crossing over. Brock showed up and mm-hmm. stirred some shit up. They're announcing all these surprise entrants and all that. Yeah. Maybe on the road to the Rumble, something, something will happen. happen. Yeah. Plus, I need to do my scouting for my uh, my Rumble picks. Right, right. You know, so. <laughs> you got to get the, the eye. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, because I, I am gambling on pro wrestling now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a, that's something we all should do, I think, is just gamble on pro wrestling. It's kind of fun. You know, it adds a little. Gambling always adds a little something. Yeah, I, the, the the one little pool that I'm in, uh, you just you buy spots. So I got three spots in the men's, three spots in the women's, mm-hmm. and then they they put put you on a list and they randomize it ten times and that's your number. And so I'm sitting there going, man, I hope I don't get Johnny Knoxville. Right. That's, I really hope I don't get Johnny Knoxville. And, and I remember, hope you fucking get Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> last year I was here and I won. Yeah, with number one. Yeah, and the only reason I won with number one is because I think Orton was supposed to come out first. I'm like, okay, I've got Orton, and then Edge came out first, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they switched it up or something. Edge basically said, I'm going first, and you know, and uh, I won with Edge, which I I won 300 bucks. Yeah, that was was it was a big deal. You won, didn't you win like a couple categories? Yeah, I I think I got. uh, 
I got that. I got most eliminations in one or something. Yeah, some some shit. I remember because yeah. it was like a big day. We we're like, holy fuck, this is great. Yeah, I think I think I ended up winning like 400, 400 bucks because the one was like a, a smaller price. Yeah. Um, so I got that. Well, then after I had my three spots in each, I'm like, oh, that was cool. You know, <laughs> whoa, Carlos made me jump. No shit, scared everybody. <clears throat> what, dude? I think one of the dogs ran downstairs or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> come here. Jesus. So I, I did find uh, another one today that I, I jumped on and got a couple spots in because they're giving away autograph pictures and prizes. Yeah. And they're giving away four. And one of the um, one of the things that wins you a prize is if you get Johnny Knoxville. Oh, shit. And so I'm like, <laughs> I need to get in on this because I'm bound to get him. You're manifesting it. Yes. Yeah, I'm bound to get him. So I got that. Uh, so, yeah, we're hoping for good things. I've got... Uh, Six spot or five spots in the men and three in the women. See, I think that almost makes it watchable to root for Mikey. <laughs> and More su- support my gambling habit. <laughs> We're the worst friends ever, yeah. dude. And it's all right. I've got I've got worse habits than I've had. That, <laughs> you know, have been supported by friends too. <laughs> Morgan, where what do you where have you been? Oh man, <sighs> you cut your beard. Yep. Looking young and fresh. You look like, yeah, like a, like a middle-aged Russell Crowe, <laughs> but like the pr- prime Russell Crowe, so like post-Gladiator and then before whatever the most recent film he's done, but something in the middle there. Didn't he do Unhinged? Is that the most recent one? I don't know. It's a fantastic film. Um, Russell Crowe, underrated. <laughs> Australian even. Yeah. Uh, give him his flowers while he's yeah. still around. I think he's great. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. Okay. Where do I start? Okay. This is exciting. Yeah, like... It's not... I mean, it's exciting for me. It's not... It's, everybody else is like... Everybody else wants to hear the, the the failures and the adventures of online dating with Morgan and all this other shit. Um, I'm going to throw this out. I'm kind of over it. So, <laughs> so like... Okay, so... <laughs> this I'm, might be extra exciting. I, I like to celebrate the successes. Yeah. I am still off. I'm, I'm completely off the, the sites. Haven't sure. been on since the day I said I'm done. So it's been a good three, four weeks. It's been an amazing three or four weeks. It's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. I'm in love. Well, that's cool. That's that's all there is to it. Um, I don't I'm, need to. I don't I'm need to look love. anymore. I mean, it, it looks good on you. Yeah. Um, I don't need to look anymore. Everything is fantastic. Everything is going in the right direction. Everything's good. Um, Carlos likes them as well. So that's a plus. Um, but that's not, not to throw a damper on me. Carlos likes everybody. Well. I've never seen him not like someone. But, like, that's that's a good plus. Yes. Well, I would say if, if your dog doesn't like someone, yeah. that's a sign. It might be a killer, yeah. a serial killer. Definitely not. Um, well, good, yeah, because Carlos likes likes them. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's it. Like, that's where I've been. So you've been in love. Yeah. Um, the game of love. Love. Play that. It's okay. Love, 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 love. Something's learning, I can't figure out what. out what It's either lust or a cloud of dust Judgment is clouded, must just be the powder From the power of love But I'm in something I don't know how to get out of 
Left my girl in the house alone. My soon to be spouse is And the further I walk, the louder. Pause for a minute to make certain that's what I heard. Cause after all, this is her place, so I give her the benefit of the doubt. Any further elaboration on being in love or anything else you want to talk about besides that? There's a lot I can go into. Um, you can, it's, it's your time, your show. You can talk <laughs> about whatever the fuck you want, man. It's just fucking... We, and we don't have to talk about it. Like, as, long as, as, long as, play, yeah. as long as you play the song that Mike wants you to play, yeah. you can talk about whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, it's just fucking awesome um, to feel that way. Like, because it's, I, I thought there was a, there was a point where I felt like I didn't deserve to feel that way again. Like, that I never would. Have you felt this way before? It's probably been forever. So you feel like a young, a young man discovering, discovering a new feeling? Yeah. It's good. That's good. Um... Would you say you're hooked on that feeling? I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me. When you hold me in your arms so tight, you let me know everything's alright. Hooked on a feeling. So you're hooked on a feeling. Yeah. Lips as sweet as candy. That's good. It's so great, man. It's great to hear. Yeah, um, it's great to feel. Um, so, this is like a safe zone, right? Absolutely. Kay. Always. Again, this is your show. <laughs> this is... We, <laughs> we're family here. Yeah. Me, Mikey, and Carlos aren't going to hurt you. Yeah, yeah, I'm in love. Um, it's awesome. I drive a lot. Like I, middle of the night, to be there. Come back at like one o'clock in the fucking morning. Wake up at fucking six thirty. It's a fucking. I we we talk on the phone for four fucking hours. I'm talking the phone for more than five minutes since I was like thirteen. Um, it's nice. Different. It's good. It's real good, man. And I know, like, people are like, oh, it's a uh, who, you know? People want to know who. Who? Um, it's Arkansas. Who? Who? It's Arkansas. Who? who? So, who? there's that. It's, this it is what it is. It's awesome. There it is. If you ever need a buddy while you're, you know, driving by yourself, it, hit me up because <laughs> at one in the morning I'm probably up eating fucking chili or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm extremely happy right now. Um, I'm having a good time. Life is awesome. So there's that. That's good. This is great, man. Hopefully. Hopefully what? What's on your mind? What? What's all right? What's the next step here? What? What's going on? Have you? Have you told? 
the people that you need to tell about these things? Yeah, everybody knows. Like Harlow? No, no. Um, that's get there. Not, yeah, that's a ways off, but yeah. like or whatever. But like the people that need to know first know, right? Right, like like your ex-wife and your mom and shit like that. Yeah, they know, yes. And yeah. us, I guess. Yeah, and everybody I talk to that aren't my children. So everybody knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when are we going to meet this person? Soon? Is it going to be, like, day of the show? Something that we do have a show coming up January 28th at the Reverb Lounge. It's the Recipe Volume 2. Smoke break. Uh, who else is on that? Bobby? Uh, Psycho Bobby? That's not his name anymore. Bad news, Bobby. Psych B. Smoke, smoke break, Psycho Bobby. We got uh, Bobo e- on there? Even Coast. Bobo the bread boy, yeah. yes. Oh, uh, the Playboy Parade. Yeah, Bobo the bread boy. Bad news, Bobby. Smoke break, Gimpy. Even Coast. Playboy Parade. That is a really good time. And Cyril, the MC on the ones and twos. Again, that's the 28th. We have tickets available for $8 pre-show. We would love to see you there. If you'd like to go, please hit up actually any of us. Any of us, yeah. Any of us are available to provide you with tickets. We do have physical tickets. Or we can put you on the list. But away from self-promotion. Because this is, again, Smoke Break's return. This is our 2022 return to the stage. You never know when it could be our last show. It could be our first show. Could be the best show. Could be the best show. It could be. That's it. Those three things. This could be the the time when, you know, years from now when you guys are, you know, headlining, you know, like the the stadiums. So we can say, you remember that time we saw them at the Reverb Lounge. Yeah. This is definitely that show. Yeah. Yeah. So so you want to be there for it. Yeah, sets all put together. It is. So I have nothing to complain about for you, other than I like to practice every now and then before we go. Yeah. We'll see how that works. Um, so before the show, or is that going to be... I think... Is that good for you to do it the day of the show? Like, that's a whole bunch of other stuff on your mind. Like, we could do something. Like as a group or we don't have to we could are they coming to the show yes okay like I you told me that they were so I just I didn't know if plans changed no but that's like everybody meeting everybody at once instead of the small small group the pressure's here man this is a big deal you do make a solid point we don't we don't we don't introduce people into the Circle of trust very often. I've got nipples, Craig. Can you milk me? I mean, you do make a solid point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right now, the plan is the day of the day of the show. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not trying to rush you or anything. I'm just saying, like, you know, there's no rush. Plus, it's the show, and you're never really that great on show days. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> you're not the funnest person to be around. Yeah. You're kind of cranky. Quite, maybe maybe this is a whole new thing. Maybe you're going to be like a bright ray of sunshine for the first time in like six years. Which would be cool because like you, you, you definitely have, you're, you're kind of a different guy in 
not a bad way at all, in a good way. Or are you going to, you know, I don't know. I don't know, man. Just, uh... That's a whole other reason to come to the show on January 28th at the Reverb Lounge. <laughs> Meet Morgan's friend. <laughs> that should be on the bill. <laughs> I'm, that's be, actually how I might start promoting it. <laughs> there'll be, there'll be a, a pre-show meet and greet. Please don't. <laughs> or post-show meet and greet, depending on how it goes. Please don't. Um... So what are we talking about this week? Well, we're going to talk about Steve Blackman, but there's some <laughs> other stuff to talk about. The world of wrestling. Oh, yeah, let's jump into what's, that. What's going on with, with you, Mr. Fantastic? Oh, yeah. oh, buddies, I haven't really done much. I've, uh, I celebrated my birthday yeah. since we've done a show. I'm 44 years old now. Yeah. Uh, Don't look a day over 26. Thank you. It's yeah. the five-year anniversary of my car wreck. Mm. I My five-year anniversary of... Being together with my wife on Thursday. Hmm. So, like, there's stuff going on. I can't really think of anything that we've done. I think we, w- we went over to my mom's. That was okay. We had, like, our little Christmas thing, and it, it went okay. I don't know if we talked about that last time. I think I hadn't gone yet. I don't know. I thought you did. Maybe. Because I, I don't leave the house that much, so it gets kind of <laughs> blurred together. Yeah. Um... But yeah, man, a lot of a lot of milestones for me here. Having kind of a crisis in that regard, like the what am I doing with my life stuff? Like I mentioned before. Yeah. But uh, overall, I'm in, I'm in I'm in good spirits. I'm 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 in a good place. My kid is good. My wife is good. Fucking, you never know when the cult is gonna pop off. I mean, the potential membership is always there, and. That could be a good year. 2022 could be a great year cult-wise. You yeah. Know? And, <laughs> I mean... There's always there's always room to expand the cult. Yeah. There, there's all kinds of cool stuff that could happen. I'm actually... There, there's some cool behind-the-scenes stuff. I'm working on Odd Man Out, too. I actually am going to record a new song on Thursday and a feature for Bunny Danger. Yes. So I got some, I got some rec- recording to do. So that'll be a good time. Uh, so I'll have more to talk about next week. But uh, the world of wrestling. Yeah. Crazy shit's kind of been going on, and I'm really excited to talk with the QAnon of pro wrestling conspiracy theory over here, (laughs) Mikey, (laughs) about all the stuff that's going on with the Royal Rumble. But I want to start off with a story that I read today about Rick Boogs. We all know who Rick Boogs is. He's the guy that plays the guitar Mm -hmm. for Shinsuke Nakamura. He used to be Boogan... Boogenheim, maybe? In NXT, they short they they shrunk his name up. Uh, he's got a mustache, yeah. little side ponytail that he wears. He's he's, oh, yeah. he, he's all right, but like Shinsuke hasn't been able to wrestle for several weeks because of some kind of injury. But he comes out and does the car. But I found out as a nutritious snack, he would eat cat food. What? I'm I'm assuming kibble by the way that he put it. Because it's high-density nutrition, and he was eating a lot of cat food. I wondered if you guys had any thoughts, or have you ever eaten cat food? Oh, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> I've had a dog treat once. I have never eaten cat food, but I've smoked catnip. 
Let's start with Mikey eating cat food. <laughs> this is a hard one for me to choose which one to go with first here. Let's lead off with Mikey eating cat food. Well, uh, years and years ago, uh, back in my in my drinking days, mm-hmm. I had a, a podcast that I did, and I decided to add a video element to it. So I did a taste testing, very, very drunk one night, of um, various dog and cat Snacks and food. Okay. And uh, I tried, like, the, the bacon strips, which do not taste like bacon. No. Uh, they don't even resemble. They resemble bacon slightly in the look, and that's about it. Uh, they did not taste like the cheddar that was advertised. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, I, I got some uh, some fancy feast and tried that, uh, like a chicken a la king type, and Ooh. it tastes like shit, made me puke a lot. Uh, and I got some uh, some Caesar wet dog food, and that tasted like absolute shit. I, I think I even got prime rib, and it was horrible. But yeah, it, it, I do not recommend eating pet food. It was terrible. Rick Boog said the same thing, basically, but he stuck with it for a while because of the high density of nutrition in it. The dog treat that I ate was very mealy. Like, yeah. the, the, the grit to it very is gritty. too much for me to yeah. handle and it also was, made me nearly vomit. I don't think I actually puked because I only had, like, a little bit. My cousin brought it to me and told me it was like a like a Hershey's Kiss or something because it was, like, one of those star-shaped treats. In it. So like it maybe, was a dog treat that looked like chocolate? Kind of. It was, it was, That's a good thing to teach dogs to eat. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was just, I, I, I was younger, and I just remember it being very bad. Morgan, you've smoked catnip. <laughs> Let's let's dive into that. Well, well, I used to be in this punk band named Rough Draft, um, and one of the guitarists and I, we used to have a guitarist, and we used to sm- we used to smoke all the time. That's what we did. We never got anything done. That Chiba. Yeah, we would just puff on that shit all the time. All right. Um, smoke weed every day. So, just. One one day we ran out of weed, and for some reason he had catnip. Did he have a cat? No, I don't ever remember a cat being there. That is intriguing. That's what I thought too, but that's a whole other mystery. But yeah. <laughs> but this this individual, um, was kind of strange, anyways. So it wasn't like surprising to me that he had catnip at that point. But now that I think about it, it's really fucking awkward that he had catnip with no cat. So now I'm wondering why he had the catnip. Now that I'm thinking about it, like, where did the catnip come from? And, like, did he plan this already? Like, I can't I can't afford a dime bag, so I'm going to buy a catnip. But wouldn't it be like this? I don't know. Anyways. I don't know the going rate on catnip because with Big Boy, R.I.P., shout out, it was a big... Like my, I got for Christmas like a jug of catnip. So he had catnip for the last couple years of his life. In a, so I never had to purchase any hmm. recently. So I don't, I couldn't, I couldn't offer any information on comparisons of an eight, an eight of fucking the ganj. Yeah. So we fucking sparked that shit. Mm. Um. Did you get high? No, I didn't. But I mean, did you feel real goofy and start batting stuff <laughs> I, around? I like I, I fucked I fucked around and like meowed, meowed a lot. Oh, but I mean, okay. <laughs> but I mean that's just because we're smoking cat. I think that just comes with the territory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, meow, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I mean, as a te- as a as a 
as a punk teenager, mm. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Just, I would say it was kids being kids. Hey, man, whatever you want to say. I'm small town shit, man. Yeah. I mean, there's literally nothing to do besides smoke catnip, so. Snort a few pixie sticks, you know. Rick Boogs ate cat food. That's where this led to. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, another big story right now in professional wrestling is the Royal Rumble. The ladies have a, the WWE has allegedly opened the forbidden door. I do not believe that they have. I think they just called in favors because they had low rosters because of all of the firing. But uh, Mickie James, the current Impact champion, is going to be participating in the Royal Rumble, as well as several returning Hall of Famers and luminaries. They've actually acknowledged that she holds the title. Yes, which is also very rare. Which is weird, because uh, I know Vince McMahon has always been against acknowledging any sort of competition or other companies. Yes. So, it, it it's very interesting to me that, that they're starting to say, yeah, we'll work with them. We'll work with anybody. I've actually read reports that he said, we'll work with AEW, and they've been in talks on some projects together. Right. and But that's all been, like, biographical shit. Yeah, from yeah that's old. Yeah, that's old news. Yeah. Well, they, it came out again yeah. with, with, this, with this news. So... I think they're working on something for JR. They could be. Um, but they've had... Uh, Jericho was on Stone Cold's show on the network. Yes. Uh, Christian did something with them after the, the move. So they've, they've been kind of, I guess, you know, dipping their toe in that water. But I think there could be some big things happening. As exciting as that would be, I just do not have faith in the current state of the World Wrestling Entertainment Company to make that happen. I think it would be so beneficial because it's something to talk about, but, like... The interesting thing that I saw was, okay, they've released a bunch of people. Now they're calling them back in. Now they work for other companies. So, in a cost-cutting measure, they cut them. But they're going to do one-off shots, put them on somebody else's payroll. Instead of having them on your payroll, bring them in, give them a one-time, whatever the agreement is... And you use them to bring notoriety to your brand. Kind of a smart move, I think. I hear you. But I think with the additional two that they announced today, Melina, who's currently working with Impact and the NWA, and Cameron, who recently... (sighs) Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Yeah, She showed up on AEW, but she did not get signed. Because she fucking sucks. She will be at the Royal Rumble. She's going to be in the Rumble. Jesus fuck. Christ. For a Funkadactyl's reunion. Oh, that's what makes me think that. So that that's 24 participants named, and then you imagine you got to add Liv, Liv Morgan and Bianca Belair. So there's two more. That's 26. So there's only four other spots in the Women's Rumble. Now, are you counting that Charlotte has announced that she's going to Yeah, Charlotte's in the in 19. There. Charlotte's yeah. in the, ni- the okay. initial 19 or whatever it was that they announced. So there, there's only four spots left, and I just don't see it being trucking. Trish is Lita. Yeah, well, Lita's, Lita's already announced. in there. She's already announced. Or the Bella Twins. Kelly Kelly. Kelly Kelly's She's already announced. announced. Um, it's. It, I just don't see it being Dr. Britt Baker. No. Or 
Maybe Camille. Or, yeah, or, yeah, maybe. Not the Rose. That'd be dope. Now, that's, uh, man, that would be a big deal. That would be a, that'd be a huge fucking deal. They are teasing that there is a, a major player in the men's rumble that they're not announcing just yet. CM Punk. It, that would be awesome. <laughs> but I, here's Daniel the, Bryan or Chris Jericho also have been rumored. Well, here's, I, I also heard um, because Mickey James is involved, Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis, yeah. And that's the big talk is it, it's going to be Nick Aldis. And it's like, well, if you're going to throw that out there because his spouse is in, we have a Bella. We have both Bellas. Is is Daniel Bryan going to or Brian Danielson going to show up? John Cena going to show up? Probably well, not. I, they're not together anymore. Are they? No, no. So I. But that's married like a rocket scientist. That's just kind of a. Huh? He's married to like a rocket yeah. scientist. Is Cena? Yeah. yeah. Oh well, I did, I did not know he got she's, married. Yeah, she's pretty. Yeah, he actually went and got married. He's such a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, like a couple months later, it was like right at the fucking yeah. bat. Like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I don't really follow his. Career, his, his moves. Yeah, this is a Cena house, so <laughs> we follow all his moves. So <laughs> I, I, I enjoy I enjoy some of his movies. You should. They're phenomenal. <laughs> all of them. Uh, have you seen the one where he plays a firefighter with the kids? It's fantastic. <laughs> you seen the one where he's the cokehead fucking <laughs> vacation? Vacation. Friend? That one is hilarious. Woo! Yeah, yeah, dude. Anyways, yeah, John Cena. All Shout of everything. Out. But yeah, it, it, there's just. There's a there's a lot of possibilities, and I've heard also Moose. Yeah, I thought Moose too was yeah, one of my initial. That's thoughts. another rumor that's because he's the Impact Champion, and they're both in there. And he also had been challenging Roman. Yes. Carlos is interrupting everyone. Got him? Did you hear him on the microphone? All right. And who was Corbin and? Corbin and MJF yeah. are, are back and forth. Right. So all of this crosstalk between <sighs> promotions is kind of proving my theory that McMahon has some kind of uh, his, his fingers in that pie, um, I think. Who's pie? He's the, 76 the, years the, old. <laughs> the, and he's selling his company. The AEW pie. Oh, my God. I, I, I'm still on that kick. But I, I'm I'm happy to see that he's open to working with anybody. I'd like to see some new Japan people show up. I you know. I really don't think it's him. I don't think he's. I don't think he's. I don't think he's mentally capable at this point to pull this shit off. I think it's somebody else. I mean, it's not Nick Khan. That guy's a fucking trash bag. Um, is he? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he's the Rock's best friend. I I, I just don't. The Rock is I, such a good. I don't think person. that. That's why. Like, because I don't like Nick Khan either. I was like, oh, I hate <sighs> this guy. But like, if how can you be Rock best friends with the Rock, dude? But I, I think the Rock is buying the company. I think so too. I, I've heard that too. I've heard there's. A I think the Rock, the Rock is heading. Up. Yeah. He bought XFL already. Buy WWE. I just can't see The Rock streamlining the company like that, though. Like, being a pro, being a former pro wrestler and just cutting everything. That that just strikes me as, like, a major corporation, like Disney. Or, I don't know. But, uh, again, this explains the impact and AEW relationship falling apart. Yeah. So, I mean, it could be... I'm If it's going to be anybody, it's going to be Impact Wrestlers. That's that's so, my right? opinion of it. And, and you know what? I'll just be like, woo. This is... If it ain't crazy Steve, I don't no care. No shit. The dude can't even see the fucking ropes. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck you. Get him in there. <laughs> like, he is the fucking shit. 
Also, do you get any other thoughts on the Royal Rumble coming up here? I'd like to see some NWA folks. Yeah? yeah. Outside of Nick Aldis? Uh, Ice Cube? Murdoch. Dre? Oh, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Trevor awesome. Murdoch making an appearance. Yeah, Murdoch think. would be He fun. has WWE history. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it's possible. Shared a meme. Go check out our Instagram of him in undies and a beer. Yeah. Say, say me after shoveling the driveway. And I, uh, shortly after you, sh- you shared that, I saw that he had done an autograph signing, and that is a choice of photograph. Oh, yeah, you, you need that. And I was like, oh, that is beautiful. <laughs> Just sitting there. I mean, that he reminds me of the old school, you know, Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Uh, Dick Murdoch. Yeah. You know, the Crusher. Dick the, the Bruiser. Dick the Bruiser. All those guys. He, he's a throwback. Yeah. And I we, love we, that. We did an episode of Dick the Bruiser. We did. Yeah. Yeah, go back and listen to it. We were here. Yeah. Dick the Bruiser. Yeah, Sam. Season 2021. Yeah, Sam, go check that out. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Sam. The only only one listening. A couple other things. I finished Megaran's book. Yeah. Uh, It's phenomenal. And I really think that uh, he would definitely be in our friend group. He just loves comic books, video games, and wrestling. And rap music. So basically everything that we love. I mean, except for, like, Morgan now and his friend. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> that's the only additional piece that missing, yeah. Morgan has that we don't. Well, I mean, I love my wife. Yeah. I love everybody. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, the, <laughs> the pieces of the puzzle are fitting, man. Megaran's book is super dope. It's called Dream Master. He, he is basically... The same thing we are, except for farther advanced and more talented. <laughs> yeah, uh, other than that, exactly the same. <laughs> I mean, he wrote a fucking book. And right? we, we like we have a lot of cool things in common, and I think it would be really cool to talk to him. I post, I made a little review, and he actually responded to it, which was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, go check that out. And then this week on last podcast on the left, they did an episode on a luchadora. Who allegedly murdered in between 42 and 48 old women. No shit. In between the late 90s and 2006 before she was caught. It doesn't, it, I think she killed one and <laughs> she just got kind of the blame for the other 47. Because they can't fuck, yeah. Or maybe they did. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe she really did kill all these people, but it's very fascinating, so go check that out. That's a, that's a really cool thing. Um, those are the only real pro wrestling. There's a couple of stories, but I think I think we were good. No, we haven't what? discussed the main fucking story. What's up, buddy? that has been developing in the last few days, mm. and that is Hook at the strip club living his best fucking life. Can we just fucking give it to that kid right now? That is their fucking champion. Wrestling, <laughs> yeah, he is the new Russian leg sweep. <laughs> He's the, the fucking world. best. Hook. Um, Oh, he just... Oh, gosh. Um, His matches are so fun, dude. Yes. And then that picture of him, and he just... He's just leaned back with the stripper's <laughs> ass right in his face, and jamming dollars. <laughs> like, because it's so good. It goes from, like, his fucking, like, his his yearbook photo where he's in the tie, clean cut, just a good-looking boy, and then the next fucking picture you see is him just in the club, fucking ass in the face, and he's just got the look on him. He's just in amazement. This is the greatest day of his life, and that is why... I'm saying it right now, Hook 2022. It's his year. I can't disagree. 
He's the best thing to have in wrestling in ages. Jump on the hook train, man. I'm on the hook train. Hookamania is running wild. Hook is the greatest thing to come out of AEW. Hands down. I will fight anybody. Also, (laughs) AEW then made me think of something. Jay Lethal is tagging with Sonny Kiss. Who knew? Dream Team. At least on Dark dark Elevation this week. Hmm. Interesting. Sonny and Jay. Why they take Sonny off the fucking TV? I just... Whole other thing. <sighs> All right. Well, let, 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 with that, this week's wrestler is going to be the lethal weapon, Steve Blackman. A favorite. Uh, yeah. Some people call him the Chuck Norris of pro wrestling. Other people call Chuck Norris a Steve Blackman of life. <laughs> that was I stole that from an interview that I saw or a, or a report. But like he, uh, Steve Blackman is is Bob Holly said he's Haku level tough. Really? Wow. Like I believe like it. legit. And then yeah. the Blue Meanie basically said that he was his favorite because of his raging fucking temper. <laughs> Which um, you can also see, yes. Yeah. Like they would go through the airport and like this is before nine eleven, of course. But airport security would be like, sir, we need to see your bag. And he's like, no! <laughs> and they just keep, keep walking. <laughs> like, he didn't even give a chance. And I understand his, his we'll learn about his, the reason he doesn't do that great in, in, like, he wouldn't admit that he doesn't do great in airports, but why he may have some psychological issues with airports. That's definitely something that I learned <laughs> over this that is this pretty incredible. Uh, <laughs> with that little intro, uh, Steve was born September 28th, 1963, in Anvil, Pennsylvania. September 28th is also Lily's birthday. Oh. Uh, he's been a compu- competitive bodybuilder and martial artist since the age of 13. Wow. And he holds uh, records in curling. Like, not not the sport oh, of curling, okay. but like if curling. I, I swear to fuck, if you were like, he was, he holds records in curling, and I'm talking about the ice sport. I'm talking about I would have fucking lost my curling. shit. I've been like, Steve Blackman, 2022, <laughs> this is his fucking year. Fuck, you're out. <laughs> Give that Steve, man a broom. Steve Blackman <laughs> is it. But is actually lifting heavy weights in oh, a curling God. fashion. Um, <laughs> in the fashion of curling. <laughs> um, he, w- he was working in bars. In the mid-80s, and he saw that there was money to be made in pro wrestling. Uh, so he went to Connecticut and entered Tony Altamore School. Tony Altamore was in the Sicilians with Captain Lou Albano. Lou Albano yes. um, something that... Steve started wrestling in 1986 for that for that promotion. For, 1986? For yes. Like, wow. th- people didn't realize it. And then through the shows with uh, Tony Altamani, they got him a... a a tour in Japan, tour with New Japan for about 30 days. He met uh, Owen Hart, and Owen Hart really took a liking to him and sent him to his dad. So he called Stu up, and he worked for Stampede for a while. Um, he, through Stampede, of course, he got a couple matches in WWE. He had a, uh, he wrestled against uh, Bruno San... He beat David San Martino in his debut in his first tryout match, and then he had another match where he... Uh, Went up against the Islanders and the team that he was on one. So, like, he had a couple, wow. couple high-profile dates. Like, whatchamacallit, he's working towards a full contract is what I'm saying. Uh, but he agreed with a promoter to tour South Africa before his next tryout match, which was uh, 
WWF wanted him to do it. They wanted him to finish those things. So he went to South Africa, but the first days in South Africa, he got dysentery and or malaria. And it was horrible. He the the I read an article where he describes the what he went through. It didn't include it like he was trying to get home after this for the first day. Um, but he was he actually I guess the first week he was so sick that he lost thirty five pounds. Holy shit. Um right? and like he could not stay hydrated. Like it felt like he just had a mouthful of sand. Um he's going back and forth to the hospital and he's like, Look, I gotta get out of here. So he told Gary Albright, who was there with him, he's like, I don't wanna die here and I need to get back to Pennsylvania or to the States at least. Yeah. Um so after that week of you know, dysentery and malaria, he shitting and puking everything, mm-hmm. you know. And he... So... Go ahead. So if he was on the Oregon Trail, he would have died. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He did so. die of dysentery on the Oregon Trail. But luckily, Steve was born in 1963, so we didn't have to worry about the trek okay. to Oregon. I just want to put it in perspective right. of something right. I know about dysentery. Um, Is that all you know about dysentery? Yeah, this, yeah. it's a thing, like... Yeah. Like, fuck Terry... You die. Like, yeah. Yeah. And diss Terry on yes. control. Sorry, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in reverse, Terry. <laughs> Put it in reverse, Terry. Oh, my God. But uh, the ordeal to get home, he went from South Africa to Kenya to Amsterdam, and he traveled for 37 hours. Oh, my God. With dysentery and malaria. Jesus. Um, he had trouble getting on planes because they were like, eh, you're sick. He's like, I don't have anything contagious. But he would, like, lay on the floor of the <sighs> airport and then crawl to the shitter every 10 minutes Jesus. and fucking do whatever. Wow. And then, it, it, but he finally got back to Pennsylvania. But now after that ordeal, he still is not well. And it takes... Six years away from his life. Like, the first three years, two and a half, three years, he was very sick, and the doctors could not figure out how to fix it, basically. And then eventually he found a doctor that was able to figure it out. But in order to heal, he needed to be on this medication that also made him sluggish, essentially bedridden for the same amount of time that he was actually sick. So it's it's between like five and six years. So that that's why we don't really know about Steve Blackman because there's that period from, you know, he started in 86 and then he's, it didn't take him long to start, you know, getting to new Japan, getting in stampede because he, you know, he's a very skilled martial artist and he took to wrestling like a duck in water you know so like he he was very good very early um but eventually he got better he got back to Steve Blackman size you know and he said he didn't really lose so much weight but like getting toned and everything is what what he really wanted to do and he made a phone call to Brian Pillman who put him in touch with Owen Hart and then Owen Hart put him in touch with Jim Cornette Jim Cornette went to the office and they showed him a video he's like Steve Blackman from Stampede where you been <laughs> and he kind of told he kind of told him this, this story and then they got him a they got him a gig with WWE. He made a debut in November of 1997 where he jumped uh, the guardrail and, and Ron saved Big Van Vader from the Hart Foundation. 
So, like, he's already has a big, a huge debut. And that leads to about a year-long undefeated streak. It was ended by Jeff Jarrett ended his undefeated streak. Just going to throw that out there for you, Morgan. Fucking dipshit. Um, <laughs> during that time, he had programs with the Nation of Domination. Of course, The Rock, Farouk. Um, Which is probably one of the greatest stables of all time. If not the. Like, because of the star power. Like, okay, so, all right, all right, okay, all right, so, okay, okay. We're diving into the na- Nation of Domination here. All right, so let's talk about the Nation of Domination. When they first started out, it was totally different than how it ended. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there was, it was led, I want to say it was led by two white rappers when it started. Um, yeah. By the time. G13. Yeah. By the time that it came to the, the fucking, the. The Zenith. Na- the Nation of Domination, mm-hmm. Farouk, uh, The Rock, Mark Henry, Mark Henry, D'Lo Brown. <sighs> Am I forgetting who? Comma, fr- fucking Mustafa. Godfather. Yeah. Uh, s- all of them went off to do such fucking fantastic things, and I mean Farouk already had an amazing career, and like, but I mean, Jesus fuck, man. I don't th- I think anybody at that time looked at that group and thought, this, is the future. Of the WWE, WWF at that point. Like, this, these guys are going to fucking change everything. Well, and you're forgetting it. They got uh, rubbed up against Owen Hart, too, and he was... I'm not a fucking nugget. Yeah. Um, and he then, was in the nation. Yeah, yeah he was in yeah, the nation. Yeah, Hart, and yeah. then fucking they feuded with DX. Yes. Which is like, set, like, it was just perfect. It was yeah. a perfect fucking thing that was going on at the time. And then DX did blackface. Um, that didn't age well. No, it did not <laughs> age well. And, but it was so fucking amazing to watch as a fucking being a kid watching Nation of Domination. Um, it was so fucking cool to me because I was young and I was like, these guys are fucking... And it was just the attitude and the, the way they were independent... It was the perfect group of guys at yes. the perfect time. Yes, it was fucking dope. And I, they had kind of, uh, what it reminded me of is they had like a public enemy vibe at the very beginning. Yeah. Because they had the guys in the suits that would come out and stand. Yeah. You know, they had like the Farrakhan suits. The rappers, and, and, not the tag team. <laughs> no, 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 no. Since we're a wrestling podcast. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. The, the, rap, the rap group. Um, and then they, they also had the tie with, with PG-13. Uh, Wolfie D and uh, uh, it was uh, J- J- JD Ice, Jamie Dundee, and somebody else. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I don't oh, remember yeah. this. Yeah, it was fucking yeah, it was right b- when it's like pretty much the, beginning. the very beginning. Yes. Superstar Bill Dundee's kid. Oh, wow. Yeah. For, uh, when we know Superstar Bill Dundee, I believe, was in the Tupelo Brawl, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. The greatest yeah. moment of Food our lives. Food fight of all yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Steve Blackman. No, uh, Steve Blackman, after the Nation of Domination, he also feuded with Ken Shamrock. Loved it. Uh, yeah. Which he ended up being pretty good friends with. And Val Venus, uh, the highlight of the Val Venus feud, uh, he used to bring a bag of shit out to the, to the ring, yep. and Val Venus switched it out. He went in to grab... A, a weapon, and he came out with a dildo. Yep, pretty pretty fantastic television moment. Side note, one more time. Sorry, mm-hmm. I apologize. No but problem. The greatest part of Valvinus's career was when our first episode aired, and I said that Valvinus was better than Triple H. That's still fucking wild <laughs> to me. And he responded to it. He did. He did because he. he I think he retweeted the episode. Yeah. And then he went crazy, and we don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Steve also, he was in the brawl for it all. And he beat the shit out of Mark Merrow, who was a legitimate boxer. Mm -hmm. um, But he had to pull out because of injury. 
and Mark Merrow got to move forward. Um, just think about if Steve Blackman won the the brawl for it all, and oh, he had to take God. on Butterbean at WrestleMania. Like, what a different world oh, wow. we'd live in. I just, I think Bart Gunn would have knocked him the fuck out. Bart Gunn would have knocked Steve Blackman out? I don't know. That's a Oh, absolutely call. not. So you're fucking telling me, okay, Bart Gunn, this dude literally knocked fucking people out. He didn't have to fight Steve Blackman. I know. I mean, it's a great, it's a great what if. Like it could. Like, this is the what if that no one ever thought of. Right? <laughs> no one cared about. But I'm telling you, Steve Blackman would have beat the fuck out of Bart I do, Gunn. I don't know. I don't. And he would have beat Butterbean. I don't know. I'm going crazy on this. Blackman would have beat them both. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Okay. So here, here's here's my issue with here's my issue. Okay. Bart Gunn. We're talking uh, John Morrison's dad. Um, fantastic <laughs> tag team wrestler. Knocked fuckers out. Like, literally ended careers. <laughs> because of Braun for it all. And then there's Steve Black. Um, he did not face Steve Black. I'm just saying, it's it's a tough fucking call. I'm, I mean, I would love to see Steve Blackman come out on top. Because, I mean, that's been great. Especially that time. That, that time. It's very, that's very UFC-ish. For yeah. that gentleman to win it all. Well, because it was a shoot fight. Too. Yeah. It, I mean, the shit was legit. And that's why Bart Gunn is the shit. Like, he knocked fuckers out. <laughs> like, cold. Mike, you're yeah. uncharacteristically quiet over here. Well, I, I would, there, there are some dream matches I would have loved to have seen. In it, the Brawl for It All? In the Brawl for It All. Uh, could you imagine Blackman against uh, Dr. Death? Right, Doctor Death also had to like bail out because he got of knocked injury. the fuck out. <laughs> no, he, he got knocked out. Yeah. Well, he also got an injury. He got knocked out, but he also got an injury that basically ended his yeah, like yeah. ended his, his career. career. Yeah. Because they were pushing him to the stars yeah. because he was a legit badass, and Bart Gunn knocked his ass out. Right. So because it wasn't a wrestling, it wasn't yeah. a wrestling match. Like because Doctor Death was like a legitimate like coll- collegiate. Oh yeah, champion wrestler yeah. wasn't he? Uh, yeah, but Bart Gunn knocked him the fuck out. Yeah. Let's just. Boxers versus wrestlers. We've seen all the Logan Paul, bro. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever. Then Jake, whichever one. But anyway, you know what, yeah, because there's one. Th- I, I, okay. Side note again. I didn't know there was two of them. Yeah, there's a Jake and a Logan. I didn't know that. I thought they were the same person the whole time. And then like they're like, well, Logan collects Pokemon cards, and I'm like, but didn't he just beat up what's his face? Like, I mean, that's cool as fuck that he like his portfolio is amazing. Like, he's collecting Pokemon cards, getting ripped off, buying fake Pokemon cards, yeah. and then fighting. That's dope. But why does he look so different now? Like, what if I right. And then I'm like, wait he's a minute. He's the older brother. I'm like, wait a minute. So, wait a minute. Logan, I thought his name was Jake. And then I'm like, oh, okay. So, there's more than one? Yeah, Logan and Jake. They're brothers. Okay. See, I'm not I'm not cool with the YouTubers. Yeah. I don't know who's who. Shout out to Lily. Shout out, shout out. Um, so, I mean, I didn't know there was two, which is, I found out like, within the last week. What other dream matches you got for the brawl at all? Brawl for it all. Uh, could you imagine the Godfather and Steve Blackman? I think that would be a slugfest. Yeah, that would, that would be you could awesome. kick in that, right? Yeah. I, no, I think it was boxing and t- and take takedowns. Okay. I don't think you could kick. Oh, I could. You know swear I saw kicking. Let's let's throw a side note in about a Steve Blackman story about kicking. Okay, this goes back to the airport situation. He he, uh, John Layfield. Was drunk and decided to start fucking around with Steve Blackman in the airport at baggage claim and started tapping his ass. And Steve was like, John, I don't fucking play that. Leave me alone. But he was still hammered from the night before, so he kept fucking tap playing grab ass. And fucking Blackman was whipping his ass in, in 
in baggage claim with like jabs. <laughs> and the way Bob Holly described it was that he was like one of those like carnival games with the with the gun, the, <laughs> the duck, and he was just beating him like back and forth. And he went to give him this like roundhouse kick, but Steve's foot got caught in his bag or something like that, so he didn't end up. He's like, and Black was like, if I would have kicked him, fucking JBL would be a different person. But like he just beat the shit out of drunk John, but John Layfield in a, in a library in a airport that really did happen. Um, after brawl for it all, he uh, formed Head Cheese with Al Snow. Yes, uh, Al, it was like a comedy act with Steve Blackman as a straight man. Not the sexuality wasn't involved, but like he was the straight man in the comedy duo. He no sold the jokes. That's what a straight man in a comedy duo is. Yes. But yes, that's what he did. He knows all the jokes. Uh, they did all kinds of memorable television spots. Uh, he did stand up in an old folks home, and the old the old lady said, "You're you suck, black man." Like it was, <laughs> oh, it's fuck. really fucking. Oh man! Again, another thing that didn't age well from the fucking <laughs> Attitude Era. I I just watched a. Uh, it, it was probably at one of the WrestleManias. Mm-hmm. Uh, Head cheese came out. And they had their mascot, which was um, a a little person in a cheese costume <laughs> with his ass hanging out. Oh, that's great! And he came out and slapped his asses to the to the rhythm of the crowd chanting "head cheese." <laughs> and he was slapping his ass, and Blackman got pissed and rolled him into the ring and just beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> and I I I, lo- I lost it. I popped for that and. <laughs> You know, just this wedge of cheese getting his ass kicked <laughs> by, by Steve Blackman. It was great. They, but yeah, they did. It ran for a while. Where they were, this it was it was actually kind of a piece of magic. Yeah. That so even though the vast majority of it again did not age well, that it was pretty inappropriate. He would like milk cows and shit. Like they would throw things at Steve Blackman, and he thought they were ribbing him. And then sure enough, he's milking a cow later on mm-hmm. in that show. Um. Head Cheese had one chance to win the tag belts against the New Age Outlaws. That bout ended in a no contest because of the debuting Radicals. That's right. Chris Benoit, mm-hmm. Perry Saturn, Dean Malenko, and the great Eddie Guerrero. Kevin Sullivan. Was not involved in this angle at all. Yeah. Uh, Allegedly. This wasn't that angle. This was way before that. <laughs> that wasn't really an angle either, right? It was. But anyway, it was a, the debut of the Radicals had Steve Steve Blackman was involved in it. Nice. Um. After that, he was a he was a hardcore champion, the six time hardcore champion. Uh, he his multiple reigns. The amount of time that he held the belt, he's actually the longest reigning hardcore champion. In WWF's history, which is, it's a pretty cool feat considering, like, it started with Mick Foley and the, it had a pretty cool lineage. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 24-7 thing kind of went away because of him because he could, that was the gig, he could handle the surprise attacks. <laughs> so, like, people would try to attack him and he just beat the shit out of him because he was a fucking legitimate yeah. ninja. The, the Mean Street Posse were, are in that lineage as well. <laughs> they, they are. Yeah. Not one of the highlights of the lineage. From but Greenwich, like, man. You know, the crazy... <laughs> they are from Greenwich. I, I think two or three of his reigns were during the Battle Royal at WrestleMania. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was moments that he he was 
the champ. Right, but there was also extended periods. There were. There, there were. were. There were extended yeah. periods where he he held the strap. Um, during that time, he, he had the match at SummerSlam, which is probably what he's most memorable. Uh, what he's memorable for. Yeah. What he's remembered for. There's the word. Is that the one where he fell? Or yes, the Titan Tron at SummerSlam with Shane McMahon. He knocked Shane McMahon off of the Titan Tron, and then he did an elbow drop off the Titan Tron, which isn't really as appreciated as much no, as Shane not. McMahon's fall, um, because I think it was from kind of the way it was angled or something like that. But it was also a fucking huge bump, a uh, very cool, very cool moment. But that's that's was like the culmination of that. Um, after that, after that SummerSlam moment, the only thing you really did a note he they tried to form a tag team similar to Head Cheese with Grandmaster Sex A Brian Brian Christopher. Um, where instead of comedy, it was dancing, and Steve Blackman would dance. Do, well, he would do cool shit with it. He had like some sticks, yeah, glow in the dark <laughs> sticks that were fucking made. rad. He he did like weapons displays. Uh, I it, it was, a, but that was. I mean, that was pretty much the end of his career. He had a couple sporadic opponents or uh, appearances. Uh, WrestleMania 15, he was in the gimmick battle royal. He got eliminated by uh, Two Cold Scorpio. Uh, and he was he was on a couple things like for WWE.com. He didn't really wrestle much. He wrestled once for the Anoys in in Hawaii, and then uh, a couple miscellaneous par- uh, appearances. He started uh, Blackman MMA, which later became Blackman Fighting Systems, which. I can't tell if it still exists or not. There's still a phone number and there's still a Groupon available for it. Um, <laughs> call them. But well, I have it. Yeah, I, I was gonna call them earlier, but I, I found their Twitter and the last tweet was from 2012. So I don't know if he's still running that because currently he runs Blackman Bail Bonds all throughout pe- uh, Middle Pennsylvania. Uh, the commercials that they there's four commercials for Blackman Bail Bonds available on Blackman Bail Bonds YouTube. These are the only four videos on the YouTube from about seven years ago. They are fucking glorious, <laughs> and I recommend. They, they haven't been viewed that much. They're all in like the thousand view category. So mm-hmm. like, these are hidden gems, but all four of them are absolutely fucking glorious. Uh, so he's making he, he's living a pretty great life. He's still in great shape. Uh, from what I understand, he's running the mixed martial arts school and and the bail bonds thing. He the the martial arts school might. I mean, he was promote he was promoting events, shit like that. So I mean, he he made a pretty good living out of it. Um, he's married. He's got two daughters. Uh, and the last piece he I found out today he has had that signature beard since he was nineteen years old. Makes sense. Steve Blackman. Yeah, that's what I got about the lethal weapon, man. I, I, I le- actually learned quite a bit. He was very... I don't want to say he was so entertaining. <laughs> the, the, he was different in the Attitude Era. Yeah. Like, he was yeah. real proof that... He was just a straight badass, and that, that got him over. And, I mean, th- there's definitely funny parts, but he's legitimately a bad motherfucker. And if I ever go to jail in Pennsylvania, that's where I'm calling. <laughs> So make sure you make your court date, because I would not want him after me. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I would just get Bart done. Why don't you take us home? All right. <laughs> make sure to follow us on all social medias. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. 
Okay. Um, Our TikTok's almost at 9,000. Yeah. 9,000 followers and 100,000 likes. We're creeping on it. 10,000, we start making money. So go like it and tell your friends about it. Uh, make sure you're going to wrestling tees and buy a fucking t-shirt. Please. We need money. <laughs> um, we obviously need a new fucking microphone cord before Morgan has a coronary. Fucking, I mean, shout out to Ray's Energy Drinks. And, and, and... <laughs> Bang. bang. We're, bang. We're bang gangers. I am not. Um, you should. You should find one. I don't drink. I don't drink really. I don't really drink energy drinks um, besides Monster Coffee. Right? Is that what they're called? Java. Monster Javas. That's yeah. what I drink. I drink one every morning. That's about oh. what I drink. Um, I caused an episode with one of those once. An episode? At, a, at an AA meeting. Oh. I had the Irish cream one, and I cracked that, and it just smells like straight Baileys. And everybody nice. just perked up. And like, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what the fuck is this? <laughs> We're fucking around today. <laughs> All right, man. I'm Morgan. I'm Mike. I'm Mikey. We are the Russian Lake Sweep. We'll Here, see you next time. Here's the Beastie Boys. Because <laughs> nobody can do it like Mike's master can. Come on, I got the D.